0: This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking.
1: break with Sip and Jake and uh, myself, Jake Buckleman, in for Jake Sorensen uh, and Siple here as always. Uh, we apologize to our streamers We're having a little bit of problems uh, figuring the stream out to get it going yet, but hopefully uh, we can figure that out soon. But we are on uh, live on radio, which I think is uh, maybe the number one goal. How you doing? How you doing this morning, Sip? Fine, Bach, And oh. you? Oh, not too bad. Uh, a little early for me. Is it? <laughs>
2: So you're you're pulling double duty today because you'll be yeah. with Tom. Will you be with Tom later?
1: Yeah, we'll be. Are you are you gonna are you gonna be a guest on our show today? I am going to be a guest. Oh,
2: we're both so pulling we...
1: double duty then. Well, not really. I mean, I'm just a <laughs> guest.
2: Twelve twenty five. I'll be with you.
1: Well, maybe we should just do. A, we'll just cut off like part of our interview today, and then just play it later, so we don't, well, we don't have to bother to do you that. later. No, 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 no. no, no Till we need Tom's voice it's, in there. Yeah, too. it's no bother. <laughs> So how have things been? Uh, I like when I get to jump in and do these shows. It's been a while, um, and uh, things have changed since we've last spoken, uh, uh, maybe outside of the interviews that we do on Tom and Buck, but uh, certainly a wild week in, in Nebraska athletics. Uh, not great, obviously, the start for Husker basketball. Maybe we'll jump into that a little bit, but uh, of course football runs the ones the day around here. And, yeah. and, and Scott Frost had some things to say, uh, yesterday at the podium, uh, kind of, kind of interesting, giving you updates on, uh, kind of where things are and, and where they've started. Uh, I've seen some, I, some even, and you can text us on the text line, four two four six four five six eight five 464 Honda of Lincoln text line, um, oh, hotline, excuse me, starter Heyman text line, four two four six four five six eight five. I think we already got a call on the Honda of Lincoln yeah. hotline, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but uh, did anything in particular jump out to you about Frost uh, at the press conference yesterday?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think there's a few things. Can I, I'll just start at the macro level. Um, Bach. This was a big day for Frost in my opinion. Now, I don't I don't know if you look at it this way. I do. I look at it these days are 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 major m- major league important for the head coach because he's talking to us. I mean, he's talking to the masses. He's talking to the the stakeholders. He has to be he can't show up and give a half-hearted performance. I was really interested in how he had handled the moment. Yeah, Bach. It doesn't happen here very often that a coach fires four assistants. It just doesn't happen very often. I mean, the last time there was this sweeping of a change on a staff was two thousand two, right? When, yeah. When Frank Frank Solich made six changes on his staff.
1: Um, I liked your article the other day, by the way, saying that was a very successful, except for they all got fired at the end of the year.
2: Yeah, yeah. But
1: it's true. I mean, yes, they, that, they went that, ten and three. Yeah. I mean that. Bill defense certainly a great hire. By by any measure, you would say
2: that's a success. Yeah, um, especially nowadays at Nebraska. I mean, ten, oh, yeah, what, what would happen if the Frost went ten and three next year?
1: Oh man, we'd go crazy, right? Crazy so, nuts.
2: So the mo- the most, I mean, right off the bat yesterday, Bach. I was most interested in the optic and how Frost would handle it. You know, would he show up and be kind of defensive? Would he show up? just off the practice field and still have practice on his mind and not be ready for the questions. No, he was, he he was ready. Um, And that's what you'd expect from the CEO of a program, which he's right, right. Which he's now, you know, he's gravitating towards that role.
1: And there's very, uh, this does not matter too much at all, but sometimes like you said, it is the optics of it for the CEO of the program. Do you expect his uh, attire to change? Do you think that we'll still see Scott Frost in a ball cap and, gym shorts most of the time no as opposed to the no. ceo and now well yeah. i don't
2: know i mean I, yesterday he didn't have a sh- he he had slacks and a polo on yeah um and now i'm not the guy that gets into wh- who's wearing what i'm
1: yeah it's not my, i usually don't i thought the ncaa investigation reaction he was a little underdressed well he had for he his just, response to i it. mean to
2: be fair to scott he was just off the practice right and that was the case yesterday too but he, he must have um he must have made a pit stop and put on some slacks in his shirt and what does that does that stuff matter mm, it matters a little bit more now because of because of what he and trev are saying that he's he's going to assume more of a ceo role and what what will that look like um but, yeah, and part of it is that. But he presented himself really well. He was very much ready for the questions. And here's here's the deal, Bach. You, I, everybody was looking for what? We were looking for the why. Why did you make this move? You know, why yeah. these moves, plural? Why now? He, and he answered those things. Um He answered him I thought he answered him well. He he said we've come so close in so many games. It's hard to think we can keep doing exactly the same things and get over the top. He said it's not any person's fault, any one of those coaches' fault. Sometimes there just needs to be a little different voice and maybe little changes that can make a difference. These are big changes though. Now he also said, and this is where we can take the discussion, Bach, because There is still a part of me that thinks he had to make these. He was that Trev, Hmm. that Trev, oh, strongly strongly suggested, suggested. yeah. Yeah. Not mandated because Trev said I didn't mandate he make any changes. But this is what what Frost said yesterday. It would break my heart to think we've made the improvements we've made and gotten it so close in so many games and not get an opportunity to see it through. It's an easy decision for me to make any sacrifices I have to in order to have the privilege to continue here. I, I mean, I, that, that made me that made me wonder a little bit. And I just wonder anyway, you know, um, again, I want to be clear. Trev Alberts, the A.D. said I did not mandate that Scott make any changes on his staff. None. Trev was very, very. I mean he was pretty forceful in saying that. Uh,
1: well and he and might just
2: have Scott's back though.
1: Yeah, and, and the also, you know, I, I think the the question about, you know, maybe who's going to uh, or who brought up the idea of, of taking the, the pay cut and and, and and cutting a large part of that buyout and they said that there was that it was frost. I think I I, I don't know like you said, I don't know if, if if you, know, you, can fall, you can fall wherever you want to on believing how these conversations went, but it wouldn't surprise me right. if if, uh, you know, Albert said, I, I need you to put together a pitch to me. I need you to tell me why we're going to stay here. Not just not not stay with you, uh, not, just stay with you uh, not just why we stay with you, but the plan. What's what's well, the yeah. plan moving I forward? Think, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. think all, all yeah. of that could fall into um, part of Frost pitch to stay, uh, you know, at Nebraska another right. year. Oh, absolutely.
2: I mean, they had, you understand, Bach, they, they, they had conversations every Sunday since July, since Trev came aboard. And those conversations evolved into Scott presenting a plan. Um, you know, is over what's his, his vision for the program going forward, his plan to get it to the next step. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, I, it, it's impossible to know exactly how those conversations unfolded. Except just listening to them now, but they, I mean, we're talking about detailed conversations. They're, those conversations went from twenty minutes to two and three hours. Yeah, I'm sure it was. So who knows exactly? And it, and, and there's a part of me that says it doesn't matter whether whether Trev forced Scott's hand or not. Um, the bottom line to me is Scott was going to have to make changes. I don't know if he could have if he could have come back to the stakeholders, the fans, um, in 2022. Or at the end of 2021, said, I'm not making any changes. Yeah. I, just, I just don't think people would have accepted that very well. And he does. I mean, the, we don't control – the fans don't control his moves.
1: But, uh, eh, yeah. Start walking out against Purdue. It's, right. He <laughs> makes a statement.
2: Hey, hey, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point.
1: Bobby. Let's head to uh, Mark in Kansas City on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Mark, how are you doing this morning?
2: I'm
3: doing good. How you fellas doing?
1: Thanks for calling, Mark.
3: Yeah, I was just uh, – you- I love your guys' show. I know it's been hard the last, you know, handful of years, what's been going on. Um, you know, I grew up in Nebraska. I'm a Nebraska kid. I grew up in, I born 1970, so I was, all the winning years, kind of like you, Sip. Yeah, and, yeah. And then, like, when they talk about uh, loyalty, it's like, loyalty is dead since they fired Frank. You know, when they, after they fired Frank, I went to the Nebraska-Miami game when he got curb stomped. I didn't waver. And then mm-hmm. when they fired Frank, and they hired Bill, and then I put all my Nebraska gear away. Mm-hmm. And it was like probably a year or two. And it was like – then they got Bo, and I'm like, okay, and things were getting better. And then it just reminded me what they did with the people they just fired. You know, two games to go. I was like, Frank, let them coach the bowl game. Then, And it was like, this is the same way. Mm-hmm. Two games to go. It's like Cass. Those guys have families. They have jobs. And they just throw them to the curb. I understand the excuses of the timeline of the recruiting and everything. Right. But I'm kind of – you know, and when they hired uh, Frost, it was awesome, and Trev Alberts, you know, Nebraska guys. But it just seems more like a business. In Nebraska, we're supposed to look after each other. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it was like it doesn't seem like we're you know oh your loyalty eh unless you're winning, you know we don't care next and it's wow. just bad management. It's been bad management since they fired Frank, and I just I'm just kind of I want them to do well, but I'm just not vested in it like I used to be, and it's really upsetting because that was the one escape from everything. And right. now Nebraska's turned into all these other places. Win at all costs. I, it was okay losing. We were competing. Look at what we did against Michigan two mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't belong on the same field. Mm-hmm. Ohio State was curb stomping us. And mm-hmm. le, le, the last, we played four teams that were top ten, regardless of what you feel about them. We competed in every one. Mm-hmm. We Yeah, we got problems, you know, but we competed. Mm-hmm. That's improvement. And mm-hmm. I'm just – I don't know if other people feel the way I do, but it's upsetting, and I just – the the regents, whoever calls the shots, I just – just bad management, and it's, it just doesn't feel like Nebraska anymore.
2: Uh, <clears throat> Mark, how old – Mark, I'm sorry, how old are you? Sorry? How old are you?
3: I am 51, sir.
2: Okay, so we're – yeah, we're approximately the same age. And I got to yeah. tell you, Mark, we have a – I share many of those sentiments. I really do. I mean, I – I don't, I don't like the way this has gone at all. And I don't like what I hear from the fan base. But we appreciate – hey, we appreciate your call, Mark. Yeah. We really do.
3: Yeah, I appreciate you guys doing the hard work and trying to go through all this. And I'll, I'll still listen. I'm still a fan. I'm just upset. And it's just, it's just sad the way it goes. And I'm tired of the, the negative people always throwing stones, right? It's just, you know, especially during the players and all the negativity around the program. It's just like, come on. It's like, Cass, support your program. Or don't be a fan. You know you can be critical, but come on. Yeah, I love Kaz. Love Gotta yeah, keep him on. Gotta All right, put that guy on. <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: he'll be on. I right, think he'll, he'll be on. He'll be on. I. <sighs> yeah. Hey, listen. There's nothing wrong with criticism. There's not. There's not. Yeah.
1: Right? Um, Usually, what constructive criticism?
2: But... Right. Ron Brown put that in my ear a few months ago. Ron Brown, who's now going to be coaching running backs, said. With the amount of passion that these fans put into the program, they deserve the right to criticize. Um, loyalty is an interesting part of this equation, I guess. Bach, I've been surprised how <laughs> this is how kind of nasty people have been toward Frost because of his back. You know, his background. He's one of. I say we. He's kind of one of us. Yeah, you know he is kind of part of the family. He's a brother. He's a Nebraskan. Yeah, he won a yeah. Well, he he is, and and he won a national championship here. Oh yeah. My, I will just say this before we jump back into the conversation in relation to Mark's call. Now you could say simple, you're just a softie or a snowflake. I don't like the way the fans treat coaches here, and I think it matters. I don't. There's a lot of supportive fans, but man, there's a lot of people that are always trying to undercut the coach. There's a lot of people that are just flat nasty. I mean, just, I mean, creating rumors, just the background undercutting. I, I don't. I mean, if I had a brother who had a chance to be the head coach at Nebraska, I'd probably suggest you look elsewhere if you have a chance.
1: I don't know. That's I. To me, that's a. I would. It's the business, though. I no, mean, it's not. nowhere to. No, 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 no. Don't say no matter where you go. Well, if you go to Fresno State and there's not many fans, they don't care. But I'm saying if you go to, uh, you know, Taylor Wan said this uh, when he was on with Will Compton, is those, you know, how much he he was surprised by Nebraska guys, like cheering him on and and telling him good game and all that compared to Michigan. Wendy's 2 for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items like... Dave Single with a 10 piece crispy nugs.
2: Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs. Crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade. Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want.
1: <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary in US Wendy's on the card only single item at regular price. Where they're getting oh, yeah. booed off the field. That's true. That's a good. Point, I mean, if Bob. you're at a That's if a you're point. at a major program, they, they, this this comes with it. If you sign that deal, you have to know you're gonna get criticism in Nebraska I, I mean like I understand what, what Mark was saying about some of the stuff there. Mm-hmm. But loyalty, there's mm-hmm. not many places you'll find a fifteen and twenty-seven coach regardless of what he's done at the past that's a good point. get another opportunity. That's a good point. So I, and, I just and I think you just listen to the vocal minority. There's eighty five thousand fans yeah. showing up for and cheering and, and having a crazy time and having that's fun a point. for a, a three and six team. So that's I a good point. I just I, I I take a lot of pride in Nebraska's fan base. I think that's one of the best things Nebraska has going for it. Yes, there can be nasty people on the internet, but that's any fan base. I I mean, as long as there's passion, I believe.
2: Yeah, you might have. Yeah, I might have. That's a good point, Bach. I mean, and I've said it many times, that Michigan crowd was incredible. Um, And even Northwest, the scene for the Northwestern game. Um, I I guess I wrestle with it. Yeah. I wrestle with it. And you're right. There's. The loyalty is very strong when a guy gets a chance at 15 and 27 to have a fifth year I will and, and I will say this okay when you're talking about why do you bring him back versus why why would you move on it it it's probably I'm I'm making your point on this I think if you would have fired Frost, I'm I, I am I'm about to I'm about to support your side on this <laughs> if you would have moved on from frost now there would have been a there, it would have been a there would have been a lot of people that would have been upset oh yeah i mean half the fan base probably more <laughs> yeah probably more than half the and fan and
1: i i been surprised cuz some of those polls you know some of the big heads and and you know covering the Husker athletics do those polls on twitter and you see and I, in, in i just thought a lot of people would would be done with it and though you know it's it's almost overwhelming like the majority of the fans are still want to stick through and see this thing um, to the finish now some of it might be i and i don't get this is that some people have always thought if Frost can't do it, nobody can, or th- that sort of feeling? I don't know where that comes from. No, no, from. no, no. I don't. Or, but get, but I don't the idea that, that they, they're tired of turnover over the last twenty years,
2: right? No, yeah, that. But I mean, getting back to what I was saying, they, they, if you if you would have moved on from Frost, there would have been a lot of upset people. On the other hand, now you give him a year, another year. If it doesn't work and you move on, people understand there won't be a divided fan base. There would be a sharply divided fan base if you moved on from Frost this year. Sharply divided. Yeah. But next year, now you give them another chance. And if it doesn't work next year with this new staff, people be like, now you got to move on
1: yeah you got his time because they they given him the time but and it, it was weird because the, the the fan base has been divided it's been it's been a weird year right of kind of trying to feel out how everybody how everybody's thinking and you know maybe that kind of played into why they they did this thing uh at the timing that they did of course we all know that the the signing day in, in December also has a probably a factor in that as well um but uh I, I was i was very i think the timing's kind of weird myself i i thought that you don't okay. You've heard the explanation. There, I've heard right? the explanation, and I get it. In co- and it's not just Nebraska. You're seeing people around college football make positional coach moves, uh, coordinator moves, right now, um, and and just to prepare for you know they're sending these guys out and recruiting. And I, I get all that. But to me, when you're making a bigger decision, for one, two, you don't have that big of a recruiting class. So you know you say you send these guys out recruiting. I know you can go into future years and stuff like that, but. I just think it's pretty important, and maybe this is a divide that I see. These Wisconsin and Iowa games, I thought should have a lot more importance placed on them. They're supposed to be your biggest rivals. You've been close this whole time. Maybe prove that you can get one. You know, mm-hmm. I just don't know if I can blindly sign off on three and nines close. So let's give it another year. No. It could be three and nine, and right, it, right. at at best, it's probably four and eight. Right.
2: No. Yeah, so we'll get to, to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. Let's a get to the callers. Yeah, let's get to callers. Let's get to
1: the callers. All right. I think, uh, I think Greg was first. Let's go to Greg in Milford, I believe.
2: Yes, Milford. Yeah, Greg in Greg Milford.
1: Hey, how
0: are you guys doing?
2: Good, Greg. How are you doing?
0: Good. I think with the coaches being fired now, like you guys have already hit on, it's the recruiting, but also you want to give them a chance to evaluate the staff before the end of the year to see, or the players, I should say, not the staff. If there's anybody on the roster they want to maybe ask step aside or get people in the transfer portal, to get them a head start, like, hey, we want to hire you, say, middle of November, would they find an offensive coordinator they can go get? Well, he could start hitting the transfer portal and not have to do anything with the football team now
4: mm-hmm. until
0: the start of the new year. That's why I think he made it now instead of waiting in the there because what happens, say the offense comes out and looks unstoppable the next two games, do you still fire him even though you made your decision? Or now are you... Peter tottering back to keep it.
2: Right. So, no, I think
0: I think when he already – I'm pretty sure he made his decision. I think, simple, a couple days ago, you said, kind of after the Minnesota game, when they came out lackluster and did nothing for half the game pretty much.
2: Well, that gave him pause.
0: Yeah. So, like I said, I'm pretty sure he made this decision. He was leaning towards firing these guys, and then after the last two games, he's like, yeah, I don't think this is going anywhere. You want you don't want him to sit there and teeter totter because then he's flip flopping back and forth. You want your CEO makes a decision. If he's if there's people not cutting their weight, they cut him now. They don't try and hold on to him to the end of the year. I get So it. I'm hoping this is looking like a CEO and not like, Hey, he's my best friend. I'm gonna try and give him another week or two and see maybe he'll turn the corner, maybe he won't. But I kinda of like the idea of now he's being decisive. Maybe Albert's lit a little fire under the butt and said, Hey, be a CEO. If CEOs make bad, or make decisions,
1: even if they're, they're friends or not. you got to cut the
2: fat, man. Yeah, you're right. All right. Thank you, yeah. Mark. Thank you, Mike. Pre- or Mark. I appreciate it. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, we're going to keep going. Thank you guys for calling in here on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Uh, let's go to Mike next. Mike, you there? Yes, sir. Yeah, how are you doing?
5: Good. Am I on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah go ahead.
2: You're on. Rock oh, and roll. Okay,
5: I'm sorry. I was just dead and I didn't get anything. Hey, I'm, I'm here to tell you, Steve, you're, you're 100% right about Nebraska fans being brutal. And I'm just going to be redundant. I said something a couple weeks ago to Mike Schaefer, but I, every, I'm, I'm 62. Mm-hmm. And every coach other than Tom Osborne, I've heard these unsubstantiated rumors about. Every football coach except Tom Osborne, every basketball coach and a few assistants. And it's always the same line. And I hope it's a minority of people. But, you know, you'd be naive to think you aren't constantly hearing that. And I don't know if other fan bases do it or not, but we sure seem to do it, and it's embarrassing. And i give you an example. There was a coach, coach after Tom Osborne, and I kept hearing all these rumors about what was going on in his personal life. Mm-hmm. And so finally I called people. I said, you know, how do you know that? And I'm not exaggerating. Six different guys over time told me, well, I know this. She's from my hometown, or the person in question is from my hometown. Well, the only problem was all six had different hometowns. <laughs> you know, people just throw st- – I'm serious. Yeah. I'm not joking. No, I hear I'm you. Just I hear you. So tired of what we do, the coaches, and then and, and people don't mind just throwing an unsubstantiated rumor out there. I even heard one guy say, well, it ain't true. What's it matter? Well, it matters. Oh, it matters. And so, Steve, I it think matters. you're right. I think Nebraska fans have got to quit doing this to all our coaches. I and mean, you're 100% right, Steve.
2: Well, thank you, Mike. I it's now. I think Bach is uh, a lot of it's just of a, my a vocal minority. I don't even. I don't even. I don't call him vocal. I call him a wicked minority.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's especially that, that. That's a good point. The personal yeah. life rumors. I mean, you, you do yeah. and you hear it about everybody. It's not just
2: Frost. i oh, it, no. was, it was Frank. It was Craig yeah. Bull, it Was. It was. Uh, I mean, you just hear it all. Carl Oh Yeah, wait, no, yeah. Maybe yeah. that one was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no. Just but kidding. I. Um... But yeah, it's and that's ridiculous. Okay, it
2: probably gets wicked other places too, yeah. but I would like to think Nebraska's not like all those other places. So I guess what you're suggesting is, hey, Nebraska's bad like all the other places. I'd like it to be Nebraska's better than that.
1: I think I I, I so don't you know. So you just
2: surrender the idea that it's just there's just wicked bad fans everywhere. See, I'd like to think there's not.
1: I would too, but <laughs> that's, that's 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 not the world we live in. All right, uh, I fair. think there's I think there's good and bad people. There's a lot more good people around, but bad people kind of stink it up once in a while.
2: All right, that's fair. And Bach, so that's it, fair. It kind of is hey, what Bach, it is. that's fair. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's But fair. I do. By the way, I do. If you want Nebraska, nice. I think that this uh, this holding on to Frost for another year looks pretty Nebraska nice. It's circumstantial. It um, is. It is. It's circumstantial. But from the outside, it looks pretty nice. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but, I, yeah, from the inside, I mean, it's all circumstantial. It's a very nuanced, I think you'd agree with this, Bach. It's a very nuanced conversation at oh, this yeah. point. Because you can't say, there's no way you can say there hasn't been
1: progress. Oh, no. There's no way and some, but, but the in question, some areas, is not so much yeah. but overall yeah
2: yeah the question in your mind and my mind and everybody's mind is has been there has has there been enough progress yeah and that's and that's where it gets sticky right
1: yeah
2: um i'm glad i didn't have to make the decision i'm glad i'm not the ad but i think going back to what we said i i and even his most his his most harshest critics would, would have to agree that if they made the move on him now, it would be ugly in the fan base. I know a lot of people that have said, Zippo, I'll never go to another game if they get rid of him. I, I'll, I'll, I'm done with it if they get rid of Frost. Now, you have to deal with that as an AD. Yeah. I mean, I've heard that from a lot of people. So, But next year, if it doesn't go well, those people will have to acknowledge, hey, five years. I mean, this is the fifth year. Yeah. All right, you gave him a chance.
1: Well, and that's what everybody wanted from the beginning. Give us, give him five years. Some people would say seven, but this was kind of a long-term rebuild a lot from the beginning, I think a lot of people thought. Or at least, Scott Frost is a hot enough prospect that he should get time um, because, I mean, if he hits, he could be a 20-year Husker.
2: Exactly. That's what you hope for. Let's see what Vince has to say. Yeah, Vince, Vince from Napa. Our Vince from Napa.
4: Good morning, fellas.
1: How are you? Oh, not too bad. How are you doing?
4: All right, I'm I'm doing well, thank you. Let's see. Well, I mean, and listening to the whole conversation and think, seeing things unfold over the last couple of days, I mean, there's a couple of okay. overarching thoughts that I keep coming back to is that, I mean, obviously in one circle we're we kind of we've kind of become known as a uh, program that that got rid of two coaches after winning nine games, and you know, in some people's eyes, uh, us hanging on to Frost for a fifth year in spite of going fifteen and twenty-seven. You know, is kind of viewed an overcompensation in a way, but uh, okay. like we talked about the other day. I mean, the fact of the matter is, I mean, I mean, he had an expensive buyout. You know, Nebraska kind of you know got out of that because they reduced buyout clause. You know, if if it has to come to that, and of course, you know, we mentioned how it couldn't stay status quo. Now, a lot of people are drawing parallels to the nbo two season. In a way, it's similar,
5: mm-hmm.
4: but in a way, it couldn't be more different because. I mean, it's similar in that, you know, Frank shook up the staff, much like Scott's doing right now. The program, though, was in a different place, because even though we were 7-7, seven and seven, I mean, we still had kind of, we still had a winning culture, whereas now we're trying, you know, we're trying to break a, break a losing cycle. And, of course, back then, you know, um, Frank had an AD that was just determined to run her out of town, whereas Trev, I think, is looking for every reason under the sun, right. you know, to make, to make this work. And to you guys' point, as far as the... Uh, you know as far as the lunatic minority um, i think there i think there's that element in pretty much every pro, you know every program around the country i just think that the reason why it stands out more with our fan base is because at nebraska you know it and i know it's Sip, and you know i'm just uh, only a few years younger than you but i've seen the, the great days the glory days and i've seen the current days but um, i just think the reason it stands out in nebraska is because there's no pro sports team we're kind of the nfl mlb nba nhl all rolled into one and so i think that's the one reason why the uh the french lunatics tend to stand out more
2: okay i i think you're right i think that makes sense good call vince we appreciate it it's nice to hear from you out there i would be careful to dismiss any i would be careful if i were anybody dismissing the impact the, those, what call, them wicked rumors have on the head coach because I know they, I know they have an effect. I, 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 I know it for a fact, and and I, I'm not talking about second person dealings. I'm talking, I know, I know it affects them. Yeah, and I know it, I know it,
1: and their families are out there. Yeah. That's that's the real yeah. concerning part. Just
2: just dis- dismiss it and say, oh, come on, it yeah. happens everywhere. It goes with the job. No, 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 no. I will not ever sign off on that.
1: Yeah. And that's hopefully something that you know. Like I said, I mean, you can you can never fully stomp out the stupid and the in the mean and stuff. But you know, hopefully at some point there'll be a lot less of that. Uh, We got to take a quick break. We love. Oh man, okay, Chris, hold on. So, Chris, hold on. We're going to take a quick break. break.
2: Chris, hold on through the break. We'd like to hear from you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We'll have more uh, with Sip and Jake uh, on early break. Uh, And I'm Bach, by the way. Jake is out, but uh, I'm also Jake. So. As as confusing as that is, that'll be next year on 93.7 The Ticket.